So one of the biggest things I learned in my last relationship was the importance of being there emotionally for your partner. Right. And I feel like in a lot of ways, actually fully, I failed at that because I didn't understand that there was more to being in a relationship for a man than being there physically. Right. And that probably sounds a little crazy because you're like, of course you can't just be there physically. But like my, my ex was a very emotional man. Like he would, he would cry a lot. He would uh, struggle with depression. And I think my, one of my biggest regrets in that situation was how selfish I was in those moments. Like he would get upset and I would think it was about me. I'd make it about me. Yeah. Like, what are you mad at me now? What did I do now? And all he needed was someone to understand what he was going through. Right. And that doesn't even always require speaking. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to like be there mm-hmm. next to someone while they're going through things. Yeah. You yeah. know? And just listen sometimes. And just listen. Yeah. And I never did that. Like I literally never listened to him. I mean, I would listen, but like in the the moments that it would count, right. like when it would account it for him, like when he's up in the middle of the night in the living room, like reeling over things in his head over and over, I'd get up and be like, "Why aren't you in the bed? Are you mad at me?" Swiss <laughs> Frankie. You're listening to the Mipathy Podcast in partnership with Three Springs Media, hosted by me, Chao Williams. And me, Nash Rose. Are you mad at me? He's like, no, I just have a lot on my mind. And I never was like, tell me what's on your mind. Wait, how often did he do that, though? Like, how often was he in the living room having these moments of, like... Um... It would vary, depending on, like, when I look back, now I see the connection. A lot of it was, like, after he feels like he didn't do well at his job or he didn't get an audition that he went out for or something like that. And I was always making everything about me. And unless he showed me, like, himself physically crying, I wouldn't be able to, I didn't dig deep enough to pick up on the cues to be there. So when did you... Decide or when did you pick up on the cues? Like I never did. After you guys (laughs) broken up, like did you talk to someone else and they told you something? No, I did a lot of reflecting. I did a lot of reflecting. Right. Um, like I like a lot because the breakup was really painful and shocking. But um, (laughs) I I looked back on a lot of those situations and I'm like, oh, I get it because he used to try to tell me. But I was being so selfish and hard-headed. I would never be like, no. I would always be like, no, it's because I did this or you're mad about that. Like, I don't know why. I look back, I'm like, why was I so annoying? I think so many people when they're dating can be like that. Like, they just don't understand the uh, of a person where they're coming from until it's over. And it's sad, especially when, you know, you have this... Uh, this person who you think is there for you and then they come into the situation and they're just constantly thinking about themselves and not putting your feelings at all in front. You know, I've had the same thing with dating a ton of different women in life where it's like, I have 
issues or I have things that, you know, that are connected exclusively to me. And it's almost like they want to make you something that you're not like, you're not fitting into this perfect box. Right. You know what I mean? And, and then it usually ends. <laughs> yeah. It's some, it starts building up and building up and yeah. then it's over. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's my biggest regret. I wish right. I could have, I did not know how to listen. Like you think listening is like, Hey, go in the kitchen and, can you make me some breakfast? And you're like, yeah, you're listening to the instruction. Right. But sometimes listening is observing. Yeah. Sometimes listening is remembering who this person is and what they need. Yeah. And operating with them in that way. Yeah. And I didn't do that. Just know everyone's not the same. Everyone's not the same. Yeah. So I today I, I kind of want to dive into talking about this emotional support that men need. Yeah. And I'm happy because we have a guest today joining us. His name is Brian. Yep. And Brian <laughs> is a man. <laughs> yes, I am. We got two in the building. A man with know. opinions. Chael's not alone today. Yes. So, <laughs> like, in the same topic of um, what I was just saying, have you ever, Brian, have you ever experienced not being understood or needing that in a relationship? For sure. You know, um... You know, well, first, before I get into that, thank you for, you know, having me on, guys, for real. And thank you yeah. for being vulnerable saying that. You know, I was really sitting here like, damn, that's a, it's deep, you know, yeah. hearing you say that, you know. But uh, I've, I've definitely, you know, gone through uh, not being supported emotionally in relationships. And it's really just piggybacking on everything you guys just said, you know. Like, uh, I don't need a solution sometimes. I would just need, an, you know, a listening ear. Yeah, you know, just to show that you care, you know. Right. And uh, I like how you said it. You know, you were just, you know, uh, you just broke it down, and you were like, "Hey, you know, I've been through that shit a lot." But uh, you know, I guess me, I, I, I always stray away from like pointing fingers or whatever. But um, if I can do that today, you know, I'm not gonna say any names. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can leave the names out, yeah. but yeah, get it off your chest. You can um, say the name. Just leave a last name. Don't out. say no names. <laughs> No you know. names. It was Keisha. <laughs> uh, Alicia. Tanika. <laughs> you know, but um, just, just uh, sometimes it does seem like uh, the women that I've dated, uh, most of them really, you know, were selfish in that regard. Um, my last relationship was definitely like that to the point where it really made me reflect on everything that I've been through. Like, man, like, am I going wrong because I'm searching for this and she's just enabled? Yeah. You know, she just can't see it. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, that last relationship was just very, very, very tough. Uh, felt like I was alone, you know. Yeah. And she was in love with me. or well, She seemed like it. But I'm like, hey, listen, I'm... Well, you're lacking these things. You're lacking, you know, what I need from you in like terms of like just understanding me, just yeah. listening to me. Yeah. But she, she was, she was great. Yeah. You know, I mean, she was, she was fine within herself with the relationship, and that always tripped me out. It's like, how can you be so secure and set? But I'm telling you, I need these things, and you're just completely neglecting them. You know. Yeah. It's a very complex thing. Uh being in a relationship where you feel like, you know, you're not being catered to or understood, but your partner is great. 
Because you're yeah. doing everything she because needs. Because I'm doing everything that she needs. Yeah, that's that you was know? me. She sounds like me. <laughs> no, <laughs> it <I'm>, wasn't me. <laughs> no. He sounds just like described all. me. Look I, at me making it about <laughs> me again. <laughs> Here we go again. You know, but I I really do think that uh, this is something that's you know super important for women. You know, if you want to be with. If, if you want to be in a, you know, really, really, really meaningful relationship, I can't speak for all guys, but most of the guys that I know, that's what they need. Yeah. yeah. You know, you just need somebody to understand you, to listen, you right. know, and I got you. Whatever you need that's in my grasp, that's in my, you know, ability to do. Yeah. You got, you know, yeah. just make sure that you got me, you know? Yeah. I thought that was interesting what you said, especially about feeling alone. Hmm. Because I saw this interview that Tyrese had, and I'm not going to try to play the clip because I know it's not going to go right, but maybe I'll insert it later. (laughs) (laughs) But he was talking about, you know, being in a relationship and feeling lonely. Yep. And that is a real thing. Like you can, and like we've talked about on this podcast before and other episodes about how emotional men are. And I think, you know, men are always presented as these big, strong creatures that once we're in a relationship with them, we forget that they're not. That's who they have to be. Or that's what you guys have to be. I'm like, they, there's no men here. That's how you guys have to be for the outside world and for physical labor. But inside, more and more, it's starting to be obvious. You're quite the teddy bears. Yeah, right. for sure. Yeah. And it, it's crazy that you say that because in terms of my dating, I've dated people who they might have had a ton of issues but they yeah. they let me know all my motherfucking issues. Oh man, <laughs> all the time. Like you mean like pointing out your flaws? Everyone, you know what yes. I mean. And and it, it was it was always interesting to me because I can't really point out their flaws. You know what I mean? Like I have to be very mindful. And Wait, why can't you point it out? Because they can't handle it. No, <laughs> that's a big fact right there. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. No, you can dish it, but you can't take it. Yeah, yeah, guilty again. Mm-hmm. Y'all come for me or no? I'm kidding. Nah, we just <laughs> is this all women? Yeah. <laughs> we just keeping it real. A hundred. What about you, Chao? You have the. What are your experiences with this? Or are you with like uh, someone being there and giving me emotional support? In terms yeah. Of have you data? had it? Do you not have it? I mean, I I didn't have it growing up. Um. So as I got older, I think that I I, I want to say in one relationship I had it. You know, where she actually cared and she actually, you know, asked a lot about how I tick. It was almost like I used to <laughs> I used to think that she was a therapist or something. Because, like, yo, you're asking me too much shit. But I felt now, since I've gotten from that relationship, I was like, wow, she really was trying to understand me. And you're like, that's what I needed. That's what I needed. Mm-hmm. But every other relationship, I didn't get that. So it was it was something that I couldn't even grasp when, when it was happening. So you're like, were you in that situation? Get out of my shit. Yeah, you were like, <laughs> so, okay, you were rejecting it. You know what I mean? You were well, so not used to it that you were like, what are you doing? Yeah, why do you keep asking me these things? Like, she would ask me things like, uh, are you okay? You know, is everything okay? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm just driving the car. Like, <laughs> like yeah, but you're making a face. So and, I you think know. you need to unpack that emotion. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? I mean, that sounds annoying. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you're just driving, she sounds like me. Like, are you mad at me? <laughs> 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 you're frowning. You don't usually frown at this time of day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But she wouldn't blame it on, you know, her. She would, she would say like, uh, you know, are you mad? Is everything okay? But did you, you ever know? open up to her? Yeah. Yeah. And did it I, feel good afterwards? Yeah. It, it felt, you know, like I was being 
in a, like I was in a therapy session. That's how I felt. <laughs> so why did that relationship not last? Because you didn't realize what she was doing and she got annoyed. Yeah, and I was young. I was young. Oh, okay. I was young. And at that time, it was annoying to me. As I got older, I realized, like, oh, wow, she was actually, she, she gave a fuck. Meanwhile, it was so many other people who I thought gave a fuck and they didn't. They were like, yo, why are you, stop, you know, why do you do this? Why do you look at that on TV? Like, yeah. what? you know, it's just like everything I do is like, it doesn't fit into the norm. You know what I mean? Yeah. For them. Yeah, you know, I feel but that. Th- but then when I would be like, "Hey, maybe you should what?" You know, they they'd snap on me for saying that they should probably change should something up on. or something that they need to work on. Mm. Yeah. I wonder what that dynamic is. Have you had like that experience of like Brian of um like women pointing out your flaws and not being able to take it back? Um, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and it's like, uh, it's frustrating because. Sometimes I'm not really pointing out a flaw to you more than I'm trying to help. Right? Yeah. You know right. what I mean? I'm and not it's trying just taken to, as a flaw. Yeah, you know, because yeah. if we're together, the last thing I want to do is play you to make you feel like you're less, you know, you're my lady. Like, yeah. right. I don't want to do that. But at the same time, if you can't take it, if you take my words, you know, another way, yeah. or as like I'm trying to do those things, or I'm trying to disrespect you, it was like, you know, well, what are we doing here? You know, do you trust me? You know, it goes into all that territory. And, you know, it's a... Uh, Frustrating. I'm going to use this word a lot today. Frustrating. That's a frustrating subject. I really like what you said when you're like, you're my lady. I'm not going to play you. Yeah. Nah, come on now. Because you're not supposed to have your ego in a relationship. At all. You know, and that that, that could be a complex, that that, that could be a hard thing to do. It is very hard. At the same time, it is something that you should strive for, you know, especially if you're in it, you know, if this is serious, if I'm, if I'm trying to get to know you, if I love you, if we're on that level, yeah, yeah come on. I would I would never say anything to, you know, like disrespect you. But those have been some of my experiences. You know, you can that, dish it out, yeah. throw it at me, you but can't as soon take it. can't take it at all. That really resonates with me because the same relationship I was referring to, he would always say like basically like you should trust that i'm not trying to hurt you i'm not gonna i'm not here to hurt you or make you look stupid even though in the end he did um (laughs) that was my woman's side anyway i knew i was right about that (laughs) do i have that there we go oh remember let it go (laughs) she's like stop pressing (laughs) here we go we got through okay i did it right but no like he would say that and i i used to have such a big ego like when i think about that relationship I don't know who I was. I don't know. Like, I don't know why I was. Well, I know why, but like for the sake of expression, I don't know why I was so selfish and egotistical and egotistical in a sense. Like when he would try to give me feedback, my ego would be like the size of this room. Right. Like, why are you my enemy right now? Why are you saying mean things to me? Stuff like that. But yeah, when you said that, that's something I feel like in a real relationship that doesn't have maybe toxic habits. Right. You understand that, hey, this is my partner. This is my friend. Yeah. Anything you say and do is most likely for my benefit or our mutual benefit. Yeah. So let me stop making this conversation about me. I was, I was <laughs> like, just about to ask you more about you. I'm, right. like, yeah, right. I'm doing it again. I haven't learned. <laughs> I was about to dig deep. Like, this what is, happened in this childhood? Is, yeah, so, and my, and as a 10 year old, bring you into my world. I'm like, no, I want to know you guys' perspective on the matter. So please take it away, Chew. I, d- <laughs> <laughs> I just put him on the spy. Everybody's looking at me because I. <laughs> 
trying to get my therapy here too. <laughs> so, okay. So I have a question. Like, do you think that growing up that you had a lot of emotional support from family and friends? Mm. Um, not a lot. Like I grew up, I, I had a lot of loss. I, I experienced a lot of loss. Right. I grew up, uh, my mom passed when I was about six. Um, so sorry to hear that. Oh, no, no. Yeah. My yeah, dad passed when I was 16. So I want to say six to about around the time my pops passed away, I had uh, a lot of emotional support by default, you know, because wow. they didn't really want to, you know, I'm I'm the baby. I'm the youngest. My mom passed. Yeah. You just can't leave, you know, a kid, you know, so I'm grateful for my sisters and my brothers who stepped in. But uh, I had a bunch of nephews and nieces that are like the same age as me. Yeah. So my brothers and sisters are like way older, you know, 10, 15 years older. So once I got to a certain age, it's like, you know, I'm dealing with my own kids. So you got to, wow. you know, sort of fend yeah. for yourself. Right. And that um, around, you know, 16 to about, I want to say now, hasn't really been a lot of emotional support but from six to 16 maybe 15 from you know from first grade to about maybe high school mm -hmm. you know I was really good on that you know very uh my my grandmother was here my older brothers were still in New York City you know I have a lot of family that are like scattered around but you know it was more close so we had a lot of love once I got older it was like you know very faint you yeah know? And I had to deal with the loss of my parents, you know, because that shit is, you know. That's heavy. That's heavy. You yeah, know, for that's, anyone, that's yeah. something that never really goes away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You no know? matter what age you are. And no you matter so what young, age. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I've been dealing with that practically my entire life. You that's know what so I mean? sad. It's sad. Yeah. But uh, I don't want to say it grows character. Right. But it, it probably does. It 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 has the potential to if you allow it, you know, because I know a lot of people that have that same, you know story and they're you know they're they're off the deep end you know i'm grateful i'm not right yeah. but um you know but that's only if you allow it to shape you you know right. and um you know uh, i've been blessed with other people to uh you know like mentors and things like that to step in in my later years but it's still not it's still easy to feel alone I feel you, that. you know yeah. what i mean right. so we, with all that loss and and as your emotional support faded as you got older, do you do you feel like you became a little bit more, like you needed that more in relationships with women? That's funny. Uh, I was going to marry this girl. Uh, if she hears this, she'll probably know because, you know, I was going to marry you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, You girl. She's like, he's yeah, talking to me. I'm oh, talking God, to you, girl. you, girl. Where, where, wherever you are. <laughs> but, um, you know, she was really... Uh, she was really supportive. And I think at that time I was young. When I was too young, I didn't have any money. I didn't have any real direction back then. So it was no way I was getting married back then. Right. But <laughs> we were just, you know. How old were you? Uh, how old was I? I was about maybe 27. 27? Okay. And for context, you know? you're in your 30s now, right? Yeah, I'm 30. Okay. I'm 33. Okay. Ooh, nice. You know. 33? Yeah. But at, at that time, you know, uh, I really wasn't stable enough to even think about that, but I was so in love with this woman and she was in love with me. So we felt like that was the way to go. She was so invested in me, you know, so invested in me. And I had never really uh, like self-developed through those things. I had never really, you know, uh, thought about all of the support that I didn't get. I was just living, yeah. you know, I never gave a thought to it. 
And once I got older, you know, things coming up, you know, trying to survive in this world, trying to, you know, conquer your dreams, trying to, you know, uh, be good in the workforce. All these things are tough. Yeah. And just dealing with the loss, you know. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. She saw it. A lot of things I didn't see. And she really left me because she felt like I was too emotionally dependent oh. on her. Oh, that's deep. Yeah. So that's that really like deep. that yeah. really messed me up. Especially a- like uh, you had a lot of trauma in your life. Right. I've had a lot of trauma in my life. And I after my break, I'm referencing this relationship the entire time. So you guys can just accept <laughs> it now. She's only been on one. <laughs> <laughs> Not true, but it, 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 it was a major impact on <laughs> my life. But I will say the after the breakup from that last relationship, I realized in myself that because of my trauma and because he at least at first, was giving me everything that I needed and ever experienced. Like he catered to my emotions. He, he listened. He was so patient and sweet and kind. And you know what ended up happening? How I describe it is that became like a drug. Mm. Like, yeah, you're getting something. Those definitely, endorphins are a motherfucker. Like, oh this God. is happiness. Oh, yeah. my God. And I didn't realize that until, you know, after, till may, maybe a year and a half after we broke up that that's exactly what she was you know going through i was you know pulling from her like it was a drug you know it took me a long time to realize that you know but once again i'm grateful i had other people around me to you know point things out and to hold me down in that moment because i could have gone off the deep end like fuck it i'm not worth shit you know this woman i was gonna marry she kicked me to the we're the same we (laughs) kind of are that feels exactly like i feel like you're Telling me my story, but pretending like it was yours. Nah, I'll be right here. <laughs> we'll be right here. You know? Wow. So, like, what kind of work did you do to get past being dependent on that feeling? Once you've had it, did oh, you man. change? Because you've had other relationships after that, right? Uh, yes, I had two other relationships after that. That hey, were pretty, pretty cool. the growth. Two and, uh, you know, a bunch of, <laughs> you know, uh, other friends. But uh, <laughs> of a friend, I, like, I like that one. You I know. feel like Cheo knew it. What was that for code? Uh, what, what, what kind of man code was that? Well, other friends, you know, yeah, you know. We, we can't put the secrets out there. Yeah, you know. That's yeah. what this podcast is for. <laughs> Am I right? Uh, well, not that one, not that one. But you know, um, I, I was blessed to have some uh, really, really, really good people in my life to take me under their wing. Yeah. You know, um, I had some mentors and they used to do this. Uh, they actually still do it. It's not as big because of COVID, you know, obviously, but they used to hold these uh, classes called self-development Saturday classes. We call it SDS. They have a company called Dream Builders. Yeah. Uh, Dean and Christine Christian. Shout out to y'all if y'all hear this. Uh, so for years, I want to say maybe three or four years I will go there every Saturday. Like Dean is like my I won't I won't call him my dad, but he is the closest thing to a a, Yeah, he's a big father figure in my life. You know, he just like literally he's a bodybuilder. So he literally like yoked me up and was like, nah bro, (laughs) bro, 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 that's how he talks. Bro. (laughs) And just pulled me in, um, him and his wife, and I met a lot of other great people and we just really worked on that. For years, we read a lot of books. We uh, had, you know, uh, not therapy sessions, but they were sort of like like group therapy sessions. Yeah. You right. know, and we and we did that for years. You know, they're nice. also pastors, so that kind of helps, too. So they have that oh, nice. love and caring kind of thing. That's right. You're really yeah. religious. Well, not, not religious, but yeah, spiritual. Yeah. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. That's, that's a whole complex. I'm that's, like, that's he's a, a Jehovah whole... Witness. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, are you? Straight liar. No, no, no. <laughs> like, right. I never met him. Can I tell you about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? <laughs> <laughs> this is all a ploy for him to like recruit us. <laughs> yeah, I got some tracks on me, you know. I think we're done here. <laughs> I think today is over. No offense to Jehovah Witness. <laughs> but uh, give it up for Jehovah Witnesses. Word, word, word. You know, <laughs> Prince was one, but that's not the story. You know, shout wrong, out to Prince. Wrong button. I did it. Sorry, uh, I don't know how to use the buttons. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but but those guys really uh took me in and uh just gave me a lot of resources and material to just read and work on myself you know i went to school uh never really read until i got to sds you know like mm. really reading on my yeah. own and like seeking out those things to find you know answers or just to grow myself so you know all of this happened after that relationship yes so well it when i when i got with them it was in the midst of that Okay. okay, and but, then at the end you continued. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah, were yeah. just on a whole self improvement journey after that. For real. That's awesome. And that's and that pretty much started in mid twenties. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. Okay. Definitely. You know, um, I'm definitely I'm not perfect. Yeah. But uh, one thing that they always told me is like, Yo, B, you are really aware of certain things, you know, and that and that always stuck with me. Like once I'm yeah. aware of something, I can do what I can to change it. You know, if I see something in myself that I don't like or I want to change you know yeah. i have that ability and that word of encouragement kind of pulled me out of that dark place you know of like feeling like i wasn't shit because when she left me you know me feeling that dependent upon her me thinking mm-hmm. that i was going to marry her me loving her family uh, her family loving yeah, me right it's like damn me not having a family yes. you know what yeah. i mean yeah. yes that, that dependency tr- is oof. that is a serious thing that was literally hard. like my my relationship ended a month before my wedding Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's why you keep talking about this shit, huh? Shit. <laughs> oh, her. I can empathize with you, but you can't empathize with me? <laughs> exactly. Nah, exactly. it's crazy. Her, <laughs> man, we, we, we are kind of similar. Her, yeah. her mom pulled me to the side one day. They they lived uh, in, an, in, an, in another state. So it was a long distance relationship as well. Even though I met her in New York, but we oh, had a dang, long you distance. you got levels day. to this. Her mom, like I would go out there to visit, stay for a week or whatever. Her mom pulled me to the side and was like, yo, she went in like her closet and got her, her mother's wedding ring. I was like, yo, I want you to give this to my daughter. Oh, wow. wow. It was like that. Damn. Now we don't have that in common. His, his mother hated it, me. <laughs> what? No, Nash. No. I wasn't a lovable person then. So uh-huh. it's fine. Uh-huh. You know, but you know, okay. So you had some depth in that whole situation. Yeah. And. You realize that you were using her love as a drug. Right. right. And her obviously having a high emotional IQ is like, hey, this isn't working. Yeah. Which, right. you know, you hate to hear like the person was smart for doing that, but she was. Yeah. We should all be able to realize when someone is. I respect it now. Yeah. I, yeah. That's I, how I, I am. I like, really I guess do. I get it. Sucking up too much of your energy. Yeah. Like, like you, you, when you have right. a, when you, when you develop your emotional IQ or you have a high one already or whatever. Right. You will know when something is toxic. Yeah. And I hate the word toxic because people are overusing it. Yeah. But what I mean by that in this context is like, hey, you're able to see this is not working for me. And this person has more improvement that they need to do in themselves. Right. And if you actually care about somebody, you should be able to walk away from somebody. Or if you can't help them, it's not always your job to help them. But yeah. you should be able to at least identify that. And the person who can identify that has the emotional IQ. Yep. Nice. Like a higher one. It's, it's and I'm not a therapist, so I'm saying it in my own words of how I understand it. But... It sucks, but it's good. And it's good also for you because it sent you on a journey of improvement. Yeah, for right. sure. Yeah. Right. And just to go back really quickly, 
I, I like I said, I saw Tyrese doing this interview in the Breakfast Club, and he was talking about how like you can feel lonely in a relationship, even though you're in a relationship, which sounds insane because you're with somebody, mm-hmm. right. you're laying next to them, you're not alone, but you feel lonely. Yeah. What do you guys have I've, any experience, or do you guys, I should say, have any experience mm-hmm. with like? So moving past the one where she was making you feel like the world. Right. And you, Cheo, chime in however you guys want to, but like, what does that mean as a man to feel lonely in a relationship? I feel like someone checks out, you know, you're, you're putting in work and, and it just seems like they're just coasting. Yeah. Just to some extent. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the same thing growing up, uh, you know, not having a lot of emotional support from family or friends or whatever. And I realized that was the same with me when it comes to like some of the women I've dated, like they become my best friends, you know what I mean? I need yeah. to talk to them all the time. And then I realized that I drain them and it's, it's something that I don't mean to do, but it's just like, I, I speak to them all the time. I tell them all that I'm feeling. It's just like, it becomes like almost like a second nature where it's just like, yo, I have to tell you everything that I go through and I feel, and then I feel like I can burn out a relationship sometimes doing it that way. You know? So you feel like you you start to feel lonely because you overwhelm yeah. your partners. That's interesting. Yeah. That's that's a different angle. Yeah. I mean, and I just, I honestly just got that from what you guys were saying. I was like, yo, I am kind of like that when it comes to. Welcome like, to the Mimpathy Therapy Session. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, is what yeah. we do. Unless you're me. Nobody cares about my shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Cheo doesn't care about my shit. I, I no, but I, no, that that's an, that's a really good angle. Like, all jokes aside, I never even thought about it. Like, you can feel lonely because now the person's not give the, the person's tired of you trying to be who you are, express yeah. your emotion. Express yourself. Yeah. Right, because it's like, I don't want to, like, you know, burden you with that. Yeah. So I have to keep in what I have so I don't stress you out. So I, I'm not really living my truth. I, I identify with that. Oh I, man, I really do. That's like the the other side of like the Lego. <laughs> you put two Legos together because look, you have the side where you're like, okay, I'm gonna tell you what I need. I'm gonna tell you how I feel, and then the person checks out. Yeah, and then you have the other side where it's like, I'm not gonna do that because I don't want you to like be overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And so you check out because mm-hmm. the person now doesn't isn't giving you what you need, mm-hmm. and either way you lose. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And then it all probably started from when you were younger in some capacity. Everything starts there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, maybe it was when my stepdad let me, you know, go down a hill on a bicycle with no no brakes. And <laughs> I crashed that shit. And, have and either that of was you, the beginning of the end. Well, Brian, have you, because I know you said you had a, um, you had a relationship where the, and I just, compl- what did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> I think that all went over your head. I just echoed in my head. I'm like, did he just say like a crash? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My stepdad let me go. He just let me go. <laughs> I was like, oh, nigga, I was such a delayed reaction to that. It was, it's, it's one of the most traumatic things my stepfather put me through. He took me to the top of the hill on a bicycle. It was like, and, ride. And it was like, ride. And I didn't know how to stop a bicycle. So the, oh, the fucking man. pedals were just. Oh, my God. My dad did the same thing to me. Yeah, oh, I crashed. Like, this is how you learn. No, yeah. that's not how you learn. Like, your survival instincts are going to just kick in magically <laughs> wow. at the age of five. Yep. Yeah. Were you five? I was five. I was. I. It was a a bicycle with trainer wheels, so I had to be maybe four, five, or six, or something That's like ridiculous. that. Ridiculous. Oh my god. Yeah. I can't believe how much we all have in common. Yeah. Oh my god. Both mm. of our dads push us down a hill on a bike. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is black shit right here. Black shit. 
Our parents didn't know what the fuck they were doing. So this is go. <laughs> no, but I wanted to ask, because um, I was saying, like, you said you had a woman that was, like, trying to be there for you. But, Brian, no. did you ever have, did you ever have a relationship where you felt like the woman was there? And if not, what way do you think would be ideal for a woman to be there for you emotionally? Or for a man? It doesn't have to be you, but, like, a man's perspective. I've I've had glimpses of that. I can think uh, I was dating someone. Uh, she was there, but she gave me an ultimatum. I don't like ultimatums, like you're saying. What like man I, likes an ultimatum? You know, <laughs> quickest way to lose one. <laughs> yeah, you know, and you know everything was great, but when she gave me that, I checked out. You know, the ultimatum was I couldn't talk to like any females. Period, and I was like, that's just unrealistic. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, that's unrealistic. That is unrealistic. And she Would, she she legit told me that. And I thought it was going great. We just said, no, you can't talk to no other females. It was like, haha, funny joke. Yeah. She was like, no, I'm dead serious. None and, at all. None at all. I feel like that's setting a relationship up for failure. Yeah. Like, I feel like that is too. Like you're yeah. setting that up. What's yeah, interesting perfectly. about what you said, I really feel like you read my biography in my mind. <laughs> no. no, because I didn't do that in my last relationship. What? But uh, tell my ex that he couldn't talk to women. But somehow that became the narrative after we broke up. Um, mm. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. I would never do that because we both work in an environment that, that there are exactly. plenty of women. And you've had women friends before I met you. But he just really quickly, <laughs> we'll go back to you. Because I, I got to make it about me. <laughs> yeah. No, but he... I don't. I can't tell you exactly why that became the story, but I know that you know when we're in a relationship. Sometimes some people lose touch with their friends. Yeah, right. Or you don't see them as much, and I was assuming that's what was happening to him. And I actually have no idea what happened to his friendships. I didn't know that they were gone, but apparently they were. I guess. And he's saying that. Not only did I tell him that he couldn't have female friends, he couldn't have any friends. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. That is absolutely crazy. And if I did that, I would be crazy, but I didn't. But anyway. Yeah. No, no, it was. It was <laughs> no, it was, it was just like no, I, no comment. <laughs> I think I, I think that that's I think that's ridiculous because if I was in a relationship with someone yeah. like you didn't want the ultimatum, I you can't tell me not to talk to any other guys. Right. I, I like I was heavy in stand up comedy at the time. It's all guys. That would be crazy. But anyway. Right, exactly. You know, she was a poet and I'm an MC, so it's like, you know, if I were to tell you you can't be around any other poets, all the, you know, hotep niggas trying to holler, you know what I mean? Because they're there. Yeah. You know? They're definitely I, there. Yeah. You know, like I would be wrong, but I never came at her like that. Yeah, but, did she uh, say why she gave you that ultimatum? Um, honestly, no. She never really explained. Did you it. ask her? Um, I want to say yes, and I want to say her answer was because no. <laughs> you know? What a poet. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, we, we really didn't delve into that too much, and it wasn't that long uh, before we broke up. Me and this person were actually friends for a minute. We were friends for a while. Yeah. Uh, for a number of years before we dated. So we were very familiar with each other. Mm-hmm. But we just decided to become romantically involved. And once she said that, it was like it just killed everything, you know? Wow. And, and she knew and, and she knew when you were friends that you had a female friends. Oh yeah. How oh, yeah. long after she gave you that ultimatum did you guys break up? Um it was within that year. It was within that year. I wanna say maybe uh maybe five, six months, you know, because I couldn't understand it. I let it go, but then uh at the at the same time, all my homies, you know, 
that I met and that I knew that I had relationships with over the years, it was like, hey, I can't talk to you. And they'd be like, yeah, right. They would give me what? that look. They'd be like, what are you talking about? It's like, I'm trying to be faithful. I'm trying to blah, 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 blah. And they'd be like, oh, well, that's kind of crazy, but I respect it. And it just started to make me feel a little weird. Yeah. Like, why can't I talk to these women that you know is nothing going on? Yeah. You know? And not for nothing, you know, you if it's somebody that I was talking to in that way, you wouldn't know about it. Yeah. Are you? I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just keeping it real. Also, you know? we should announce that Brian is a Scorpio. So he means that shit. I really do. <laughs> I do. No, but, um, okay. That's interesting because, okay. Are you like flirtatious? I wouldn't say so. But then again, I don't know. I don't that, know. You know. I think that might be the, actually now you're talking uh, and I'm thinking like that might be where the miscommunication was with my ex. Because I would ask him not to flirt with yeah. women because he was like a, a wild, yeah. I mean, wild flirt. Like when we first got together, girls were sitting on his fucking lap. Yeah, see, okay, nah. okay, okay. That's, <laughs> I was nah. just about to say, can we define what yeah, flirt no, means? No, like right. literally like right. sitting on his lap, grabbing his cheek, yeah, kissing him on the face. Yeah, that's, and like, he'd be like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm like, just stop flirting. Like, don't make it comfortable for bitches to sit on your lap. <laughs> like that's, how would you feel if I sat on another dude's lap yeah, right now? Old. That's the conversations I would have with him. And that might be. That might be where he thought I was saying don't have friends. I mean, I I'm a likable guy. You know, I've, yeah. I've, I've heard that a lot. You know, I'm cool or whatever. So, you know, a lot of people like me. People, you know. Yeah. You know, that's that's guys and, you know, women. But at the same time, you know, that could be misconstrued as flirting. You being nice, you being kind or whatever. Yeah. You know, being nice first, and being kind is okay. It's first not. off, let's go back to that shit you just said. That's <laughs> not flirting. <laughs> that's what? a nigga with a girl on his lap. That's yeah. That's that, not. That's yeah. damn near first base or some shit, right? Yeah, there. but like that's what no, that, that's that, flirting that, to that, me. That, that is first base. That's what I <laughs> say, flirting, because like we're in the entertainment industry, so you have to hug, you have to talk. The, the lines are a little bit blurred with being kind, but something like that, I thank you, because I felt like that was fair for me to be like, hey, yeah, you can't do that shit. Yeah. First off, and then what people consider flirting is just all over the place. Yeah. I have women that see me responding to my Instagram stories with just the heart because people say shit. That is flirting. And they're like, that's flirting. And I'm like, that can be flirting. But it's not at all. Right. It's not. It's oh, not flirting. Like if, if, if I'm just responding to It's this. only this. I'm just it's responding. On, bam. That's it. <laughs> Wait, what it's are you the talking about? Okay, what are you talking about? When you, like when someone comments, like I'll do a story and they'll be like, ha ha, this shit is funny. And then I'll just. Oh, you heard it. No, that's heart. not. No, I thought you meant like sending a heart to people. No, stories. but women would say that's flirting though. Okay, they'll be like, that's yo, not flirting. why no. you responding? He's flirting. Right. No, that's the only option you have. You can like it. Yeah. Right. Or you could do the thumbs up now. Is that better? <laughs> I I was at a party the other day. I was at a party the other day with a, with a friend, and a girl comes up and just was like, "Oh, hey, I follow you on Instagram." Boom, boom, boom. And then she, and then I was just like, "Oh, thank you." You know, I I'm always awkward when they say that shit. So then when she walked around, she's like, "Why are you always flirting?" And I'm like. All I did was speak to the damn girl. That's all I did. <laughs> all I just I said, what's up? If I didn't say anything, I would be a fucking jerk, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I get all that. I, I yeah, I, I think all that's yeah. fair, especially if you're in entertainment. It's, you have to be friendly. You have to shake hands. You have to, fl- you have to hug. Right. But you don't have to have girls coming up and kissing you in the cheek and sitting in your lap. And that's what I was going through. And yeah. I think, you know, not even to like mon- monstrosize him in the situation. Right. I think that, you know, like I said, he was a very emotional person. And maybe my my reaction to those situations 
scared him into thinking no women, period. I think because he didn't want to like. I think I didn't make it easy to have the conversation. Mm. Looking back, I think it could depending on your tone and and your aggressiveness. Cheo can wait to say that. Yo. Did you like him him up? Did you like have your like? No. Cheo's always calling me aggressive, and I don't even be doing anything. <laughs> she probably looked at him a certain way, and the nigga just started pissing himself. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm doing something wrong. I don't know. What yeah, I says. know. I feel so. I'm working because the, the other... nigga got a girl sitting on his lap. Though. Yeah, that's that's, that's a little extreme. That's, yeah. that's a violent. Yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous. I agree. Thank you. Because yeah. I'm like, am I? But yeah, I've never. I can see. I can see how that probably got misconstrued though. Yeah. Cause like, I'll just be doing nothing. And Chael's like, why are you, why are you having an attitude? I'm like, I'm literally plugging in the computer. Why are you talking to me like that? <laughs> but I'm sensitive because my dad wasn't there. So yeah, I don't, I like, I'm, I'm working. I'm he, really working. He didn't on teach that. me how to be, you know, I'm really working on that. I'm take like faces. To... <laughs> oh, man. But no, men are sensitive. And that's what yes. I like about these conversations. Cause I'm learning. As we well, because like yeah. I'm very much, I'm a sensitive person, but like we've talked about before, women are allowed to be emotional. Right. So we have that release a lot. And I think through having that release, it toughens us up a little bit Yeah, where you guys are holding everything in all the time. So the slightest, I didn't look at you while I was talking to you. is like, the fuck does she think she is? Snap. <laughs> <laughs> like even a word, uh, the, the uh, word emotional for guys it's like man it's like i'm not emotional yeah it's like yes you are you're a fucking human being yeah yeah that's you, funny you're like, right <laughs> you are emotional yeah you know? right i don't know too many guys that accept emotional right now that i think about it it right. feels weird for you doesn't it, it does, like, it, does. it feels emotional. very weird and that's yeah. something that i had to deal with in myself it's like whoa you know i'm an emotional person and it's okay to have emotions it's okay like it it means i'm alive it means i'm breathing it means i'm here yeah. you have emotions you're, you're dead you're either literally dead or you're dead inside yeah you yeah. know you're soulless you know? that's a fact and so many people don't want you to be there mm. like so many people like, they don't want you to be emotional yeah because they'll call you out for that yeah right? and then your ego's involved yeah mm-hmm. and now you're hurt and holding more things in yeah you yeah, can't you. admit that that hurt you now. <laughs> now you're like, oh, shut up. I'm not emotional. You're crying on the inside. Yeah. You, you know, you got to manage that. You got to manage it, you know. And you got to you gotta have ways to express it and release it. Right. Which is so why I like, write. Go ahead. To, just to kind of close out the conversation. I know it went by really fast, but both of you guys, I'll start with you, Brian. Like, what's three ways you would say a woman can be there emotionally for her man in a relationship? Or even one, whatever comes to your mind. Mm. Um, definitely listen. Uh, just understand that where, you know, first off, listen to us. Second, you know, you got to understand that if we in this thing, we are in this thing together. And uh, be realistic, you know. Um, I, I can only say like, I, I think that you brought it up. Um, I just got a brain fart, but pretty much. <laughs> I put you in the spot. <laughs> you really did. But uh, <laughs> not because I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to go all the way in where yeah. it's like too specific. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. This nigga talking about me. But, um, you know, if shh, you have to be there and you have to be willing to do the work on yourself. You know, and that goes for both sides, you know, like as a man, that's what I would be looking for. Like I would love a woman who's like self-aware, 
who's working on herself. You don't, you don't, you don't have to, you know, be a guru, but just, you know, be interested in improving yourself, you know, yeah. because that can help both of us. Both of you. Yeah. You and know? if she's growing, then she can see your signs of you right. growing right. and you have that empathy and that re- reciprocity. Right, 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 right. You know, important. exactly, exactly. We can do this thing together. That's dope. What you about um, what about you, Cheo? I, I think the same. Uh, to piggyback what he was saying, listen, like just listen. When you all say listen, do you mean like just, you don't mean like go to the store and they go to the store? You mean like listen to what you're saying, like yeah. when you're venting, like sit down and listen and hear what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, and okay. and understand when I'm at this this moment of like um like I'm emotional. I'm in one of these emotional moments. Don't push that back. Like mm. don't yeah. see that as something wrong with me. Because right. often that could be the case. That's like deep. when you finally get there and you're like, yo, I, like I need to express myself. And he's like, whoa, 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 that's too much. Right. right. You know what I mean? And that's like the, that's the integral moment, if mm-hmm. that was the right word. I don't even know if the right word. That, that is the most important moment. Is what I'm <laughs> sounds to say. right to me. Yeah. <laughs> you went to school and shit. I, I mean, trust make you. I'm going to make up a word. Boy. I'll just throw in words. I'm like, that's emphatically the difference. <laughs> what? And I think that, you know, sometimes like, you know, growing up, the thing for me that helps is like having those people who understand certain parts of my life. Like for instance, when I did stand up comedy, being able to call a comic just to vent yeah. and let them know about that night. I yeah. can't, sometimes I can't even call someone that I'm dating and vent that type of shit. Mm-hmm. Cause they're like, yeah, 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 you always been about this. Yeah. So then I have a comic friend that his whole job is like, yeah, nigga, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked Cause up. you need that release. Yeah. You know what I mean? Seems like listening yeah. in the context of being there, hearing, yeah. And allowing that safe space for emotions seems yep. to be the most important. And trying to understand me. Yeah, and trying to understand. You know what I mean? Because we're all different. And we're all going to have our unique, you know, twists and plots on life. So just trying to understand where people actually come from. Swiss Frankie. So, did you like it? Did you laugh? Then subscribe right now so you don't miss our next episode or any episodes. Oh, and also follow us on Instagram at Mympathy Podcast. That's Min P A T H Y Podcast. That's where we're bringing you exclusive content and behind the scenes recordings that didn't make the final cut. New episodes are released every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Every single.